Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube, PNF Familia? What's up, Jay? What's up, Brian? How you doing? Oh, PG. I'm uh, sharing this up. So if you folks are tuning in, go down in that lower left-hand corner. Share this stuff up. Let's get some folks in here. We got Mr. J.D. DeRosier in the house tonight. Oh, yeah. It won't let me tag him for some reason. Come on, now. He's tagless. Freaking Facebook. It's probably a setting. J.D.'s like, don't you be tagging. <laughs> Um, uh, what do we got going on? Oh, uh, the wonderful fantasy kayak fishing is going to be launched live Monday. I know we were originally going to launch it this week. We had a few things to do on the back end. So, uh, Monday night, we'll have a live show about that. Uh, we switched it up this year. We took it over from the guys at river bass and Mr. Drew Gregory and Ken Morris. And, uh, it's going to be a lot like fantasy football. You can interchange, fishermen out uh throughout the season it'll be split up in four quarters so a winner each quarter and then winners overall uh it's going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it um i think that's it yeah uh dale hollow event reminder yeah. on that april 2nd and 3rd down at beautiful dale hollow lake at eastport marina uh so get uh get ready for that mark it on the schedule uh hunting season is pretty Almost much over. come to a close I, it's close for me it's close yeah. for me i'm getting pumped up i'm going down to Kissimmee to uh fish the 10 vitational the trail series the pro tour event uh, i've always wanted to fish that and it's chicago fishing show is usually like yeah. stopping me from doing that that got canceled this year so uh looking forward to going down there uh we got firehouse fishing company in the house how's it going fellows Good, good, good. Uh, Ryan Milford, that R and R didn't make you any prettier. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's talking to you. I I don't know who Milfy's talking to. Milfy's uh, your best friend, bro. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Milford, you want to see my? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Inside story, uh, not appropriate for live podcasts. Uh, <laughs> let's get uh, let's get the man of the hour in the house. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. J.D. DeRosier. How you doing, buddy? 
Good guys, how are y'all? Hey man, I we always kick off the year with JD. It was your wife's birthday last week, so if you didn't tell her, tell her we said happy birthday. Uh, hope she had an awesome one. I mean, she's a lucky lady, man. She gets to look at that pretty face every morning, right? No, I'm yeah. the lucky one. <laughs> yeah. you get to look at your face like what God, that's weird so self-centered so look we got we got rodney in the house he said my bros what's up what's up rod nice uh we got uh jay brown he said jd cam stealing the house cam stealing the house says what's up gents man dude we always love starting off the year with you um you just i don't know man me and you go way back first interactions you know like when i was trying to kind of find my way into this kayak fishing world and you know we've talked about it before on here man and i reached out to you and we've become like brothers since man and i definitely appreciate that man but not only that jd is like one of the most positive dudes i've ever met so we always like starting off Mm -hmm. the year right on a positive note man so what's what's new man what have you been up to uh you know what are you looking forward to this year brother yeah man i I appreciate the kind words as always and thank you again uh i'm glad i'm 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 able to get on your your guys' show and uh yeah man i've just been uh laying low uh the last several months just taking care of uh, my wife and father-in-law uh and then just you know concentrating on on, on some things that I've been working on throughout 2020, 2021. Uh, so as, as a lot of people know me as I've, I've given up conventional fishing. Uh, I won't say fully, but almost fully. Uh, I'm, I'm slinging, slinging flies, uh, pure fly fishing now. And I absolutely love it uh, for, for many different reasons. And I'm sure we'll get into that here in a little bit, but, and then, uh, uh, I, I spent a lot of time uh, working on my photography, uh, trying yeah. to take that to a whole new level. Um, I've, I've taken some classes through Sony and uh, I just, I've been really enjoying that again. And, uh, you know, as far as outdoors go and, and paddling, uh, I'm kind of doing things, I would say on my terms and not sure. someone else's terms. And it, it was a, it took me a, a, a minute to decide to do that, but I'm glad I've done it. Uh, I have no regrets at all. Uh, you know, so that's about it. Uh, as far as 2022 goes, uh, I will be doing a ton of backcountry fishing, nice. uh, hiking in um, with, with my current uh, craft that I'm paddling. Uh, <laughs> I can deflate it. Uh, it's a boat arrow HD bug slinger, so I can deflate it. I can, uh, backpack it in the paddle will break down. So it's, it's going to open up some really cool opportunities. Um, some areas that I've hiked around for many, many, many years. I'm actually going to be able to go and, and, and get on that. And then, uh, of course I'll be hiking in trout fishing a lot. Nice. Well, I definitely want to get into that, man. Cause that's, that's kind of a hot <clears throat> thing in the, a lot of kayakers are getting on the paddle boards and stuff. Um, we got Dan Perry in the house. He said, yo. And then uh, Carl Ball said, first time catching you guys live. Always listen to the podcast while walking my dogs. Nice. Nice, man. Glad we can entertain you while we're walking the pooches. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But no, man, it's 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 cool. Um, I dig it, man. And, and I get it, man. You know, you and I have had many conversations, you know, it's. You've been in this game a long time, brother. Like you were, you were with Wildy for a while, then you were on Bonafide, and then you were kind of like finding your way, you know. And mm-hmm. no, I dig it, man, because I think that you're uh, you're back to your pure roots, man. You're you're finding finding what's good to you, you know what I mean. And I get the fly fishing thing too, dude. It's uh, it's uh, it's one of those things, man. I miss it a lot, like. You know, I kind of put the fly rod down when I got into the kayak fishing game. And I'm like, uh, we were talking about it uh, at deer camp with mm-hmm. Eric, you know, like buddy of mine that I used to fly fish with all the time. He's like, dude, we got to do that. We got to get back up to the small chalk streams up in southwest Wisconsin and like get out there, dude. Like we got 
so many great memories dude which is awesome but no yeah. man it it's it's cool i see i've been watching you you tying a lot of a lot of stuff man and it's uh pretty intricate patterns and i dig it man i dig it thank you so i mean you what started tying about a year year ago two years no ago? no uh it's crazy because i never thought like when i got into fly fishing i would get well one i thought i'd never get big into entomology or the study of bugs and sure, i sure. did <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it like i I get it. And I, I know why it's important in the fly fishing industry. Um, and then like I said, all right, I'm not going to get into tying. I, I, I can get flies and I have buddies at tie, but, but I, so my local fly shop Dodson fishing company, every Thursday night we get together from six to eight ish and we tie, we pick one pattern and it's like a, you can free tie or you can tie the pattern that we're tying. And I hung around kind of like a hang around in the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get my patch. <laughs> um, but I was just, you know, watching. I'd bring my camera gear. I would video some. And they're like, dude, when are you going to tie? I'm like, well, I'm not really interested in it. But the more I was around it, the more yeah. my brain started turning. And I was like, man, I got to get into this. This looks like too much fun. And then for my wife and I was 15th anniversary this past August. She surprised me and got me a super nice setup. Nice. Um, she went all in and got me a regal vice with all the bells and whistles on it. And I was a little intimidated to be honest. I'm like, I don't deserve this vice. This is too much, you know, but you're right. I've, I've gone head over more. heels. <laughs> I've gone <laughs> full bore. Uh, we're, we're tying once a week at work on our lunch break. And then every Thursday night we tie, and then I, I've just—I I usually tie a good bit. Um, I haven't bought any flies since August, so I'm just like, nice. All I'm going to do is tie and try to go full circle and, and catch a really nice wild trout on on one of my flies. Heck yeah, man! It, there's something pure about that, right? Like, there was a fly shop right over the border. Well, not right over the border, but it was just west of madison and it was like an hour and 20 minute drive but they would do like what you're talking about like a tie night on like i think it was like tuesdays or wednesdays and i was like man i i can't drive up there for that now that fly shop's gone and i kind of wish i would have because like the next closest fly shop's like almost up by lacrosse no oh dupage yeah, yeah and they do and they do the classes they do too. the fly nights Ooh, yeah dude yeah we need to reschedule the night our show is so that way we can like shoot over there and i fly that's a nice shop yeah. I mean, a lot of cool yeah stuff we've we of went good in there uh this summer man yeah yeah they got a lot of smallmouth stuff a little bit nice. of musky and pike stuff you yeah. know but yeah that was a cool shop i always forget about that man um yeah it's probably because it's in naperville yeah well <laughs> that's just it right like it's hoity land hour and a half from me again you know what i mean yeah. like but um it's pretty rad, man. Like I, I know like Jay's seen like the materials I got stacked up in mm -hmm. like all the storage bins and stuff. Cause I taught you how to tie a couple patterns yeah. and like, it, it's cool, man. Like I know just, just being able to trick a fish in a catcher and, or, you know, biting on a couple of feathers or synthetic materials that you tied up onto a little hook. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man, there's something to be said about that accomplishment. Yeah, I always found that it was cool because like I, mean, I got into that like well, it was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we were heavy, more heavy into it and kind of lost it, but I got more news for you, JD. We'll get into that too. But uh, uh oh, yeah. But um, no, I mean that was really cool to catch a pike on like my my own fly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Know, wading in the water, you know, and that was like an interesting year too because yeah, we had like you know, well, it's weird in Illinois anyway usually, but it was like warm. Yeah. Um, so, late in the season yeah so i'm like out in the middle of the the river and you know and and that and I remember that pike just chased that fly like five or six it. times man <laughs> i mean he just kept coming back and finally got him you know i was like great this is awesome yeah, yeah man that's killer <clears throat> it's it's downhill though dude because not next you're gonna be you know building your own fly rod trust me <laughs> there. yeah i dude <laughs> yeah you'll be building rods next 
<laughs> not, not to take away from Douglas, dude. Not to take away from our boys at Douglas, but yeah, man. Like, that's the next step, dude. <laughs> he's gonna get he's gonna get like a CAD machine, get some billet aluminum, start making his own rails. <laughs> yeah. Start sourcing, you know, bearings from like Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's uh, Jay Brown, Jay Brown's in the chat. He says, Have you thought about or tried using a tenant car rod? And uh, what are your thoughts, man? No. <laughs> <laughs> they call that the dance. He says no. That's like the dance of the the fly rod, man. Is it's it? it, dude. It's uh, it's it's old weird, school, man. Weird swinging motion. Like, what are those rods? Like twelve foot long, something like that. Uh, I think some, I think some you, are like nine or ten, right? Yeah, you can get ten cars from I think yeah, like nine to eleven, twelve foot, and they they collapse down into just one single segment and telescope yeah. up. But there's no real, you know. It's just it's the it's just a, a little bit of line, and then your tippet and yeah. leader, leader and tippet. Um, it's it's very simplistic. Uh, I, I you know it's it's very old school. It's from way 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 back in history. And yeah, I know a few guys who do it. Um, I thought about throwing one in my truck, but I don't know, man. I just I, I like my honestly, I like my favorite rod is my three weight. I have yeah. a Douglas upstream three weight for the style fishing that I do. Um, whether it's chasing huge, we've talked about this huge bluegill or yeah. backpack, you know, backcountry chasing wild trout. That's just mm-hmm. the rod I grab. If I don't grab that, I grab my four weight. Um, nice. But I've got a five and a seven. But um, well, I love you're those fishing, little You're fishing a lot of tiny streams up the, out of your way, right? I yeah. wanted to say up your way, but he's actually like down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what are, what are you running? Are you running a nine foot or are you going a little shorter, like eight? I think you said like a six, didn't you, before? Uh, we're on a seven three on my three weight, and then my my four weight's an eight six, and then everything else is nine foot. Yeah, but I don't I like. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. The five weights for bigger waters and the seven weights for like if we're floating in rafts or if i yeah, take yeah. my paddle board out or if i'm in the lake behind the house um chasing bass that's why i built the the seven weight heck yeah man yeah i know for like the small streams in wisconsin i have this uh i got it from like a buddy of mine's dad who was selling it in a garage sale it was an old eagle claw two-piece glass rod and like the guides were falling off so i stripped them all off i kept the the real seat and the cork grip and uh got all new guides and uh retied that up and i love that thing dude for just small waters and especially because like in wisconsin man you got a lot of i'm known for catching all the bushes and trees on the banks and a lot of times when I was doing that, it was because I was trying to use my nine foot four weight. And I'm like, this is dumb. And I rebuilt that rod, dude. And it is like a dream, a dream. <laughs> it's funny you said that because I've heard, I've thrown one, but I've heard so many people talk about that little bitty eagle claw. Because you can dude. get them off Amazon yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's like a $20, $30 rod now on Amazon. And, but it's so good to learn to throw that thing because it's glass. Yeah. It, it teaches you that soft touch. And yeah. Yeah. That, that's a cool little rod. It's buttery, man. It's buttery. I, like I, it. I mean, <laughs> I rebuilt it. Like I said, the only thing I didn't change was the real seat and the grip. Cause I wanted to keep that. Cause I mean, that thing was from like, I think when I looked it up once it was like sixties or seventies, you know, it's old. That's old. awesome. And uh, it's just a badass little rod, dude. <laughs> but so, I mean, did you ever catch your tiger trout? I think last year we were talking, you were on the mission for the tiger. No, dude. never, never have caught one. <laughs> I don't, ah, if I catch one, I catch one. Uh, I was really <laughs> dead set last year after it, but um, with like, I've, I'm, totally in love with with backcountry fishing so i've got to find that perfect water where there's wild browns wild brookies um we've we're fishing this past year we fish very high up 
all late spring through early fall. And we just, I got totally in tune with, with chasing brook trout. It was so, so much fun. Never caught so many brook trout in my life. What's uh very high up for you? Like what's the elevation? Uh, we'll fish anywhere from 4,000 to 5,600. Gotcha. That's up in the Appalachians, right? Uh, is that the Appalachian? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really? The whole, right. yeah. The whole chain runs from, uh, North Georgia all the way to Maine. Oh yeah. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm Mr. Simpleton over here. Cause to me it's like, so, <clears throat> well, I'll just tell you, so I'm going to be kind of a neighbor a year soon. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah. In the next few months, uh, I bought a house out in Clinton, uh, Tennessee. So I'll be outside. Nice. So, okay. And, and me and Brian were talking because there's a lot of good, uh, well, fishing in the, you know, in the Smokies and everything, the Appalachian Mountains yeah. um, and, and all those areas. So, um, you know, I've, I've been reading up a little bit on, you know, hiking in there, kind of like what you're talking about, um, you know, and getting on some trout and everything. So that sounds, I mean, I like, I, I like just being in the mountains in general. So that just sounds, you know, like a double whammy for me. I mean, I'm just going to like being out there in general. Uh, just yeah, let me know, more. man. Oh yeah, let me know. Sure. We'll, we'll meet up because Knoxville is like two hours, two and a half hours for me. But yep. like the Great Smokies, I can be there in two hours. And yeah, that's think, that's a normal drive time for us. So. Yeah, and I think I'm like an hour forty five off uh, from the house there. Nice. So it's about it's middle for us. Yeah, but I'll be April. I'll be there full time. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. But yeah, it was like. But I thought of you about that. You know, I was like. Cause I know I was trying to intrigue him. Cause I'm trying to get Brian to move there, but, uh, then it's going to be, a while, it seems. but, uh, but I mean, that'd be like right up, you know, our alley. Cause I mean, then you could just go in the woods, just kind of chill and then get on some little creeks, little streams, you know, yeah, and throw, throw some flies and hopefully hook into something. Plenty of good water for us to float too, you know, for us to take the kayaks out and float. I mean, got, there's some big rivers up there too. So full of, yeah. full of smallies, full of big trout. So, that's cool. I'm gonna need uh I'm gonna need some guides. It's <laughs> so I can learn the areas. <laughs> you gotta buy them Chipotle first. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our spot. <laughs> I, I, I brought a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's rad, man. That's rad. Um I dig it, man. Fly fishing, dude. I miss it. It's it's uh it reminds me a lot of kayak fishing, you know, that intimacy with mm-hmm. the water. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's uh, it's it's definitely unique in its in its own self, you know. Mm-hmm. But For well, sure. let, let's let's uh, switch gears a little bit, man. Like you're you've been running the paddle boards quite a bit. You're seeing a lot of guys, you know, getting into the paddle boards, you know, in even in kayak fishing tournaments um especially the river guys man like brad hicks is running the the nrs inflatable Mm -hmm. um you know you're now running the inflatable so you can backpack it in and it's pretty rad man so i mean you being a guy that's been in or in and around the kayak world for so long you know and now you're kind of in this stand-up paddleboard world man like what do you think are the biggest differences and what do you like more about it I would think, you know, for the differences, uh, it's just, it is very simple. Um, you can, some, some guys, very few people, but some will rig their paddle boards pretty crazily. Like, uh, like a live to board, the catamaran style board. Sure. You'll see them running double power poles or a power pole. Um, I've seen some guys in, with inflatables like the NRS throwing torpedoes on the back and that's that's awesome you know i mean that's lightweight oh, that's so that crazy. thing was probably scoot um, i'm saying it'd be like a surfboard at that point yeah <laughs> don't turn too fast we don't, <laughs> but, we don't need any waves yeah i'm trolling deep and heavy <laughs> for me i like the full open platform um and i like the simplicity of it uh i've i've never in my kayak fishing career, I've never been one to take out more than three or four rods. Yeah. And I never would carry the kitchen sink with me. Uh, I, I always kind of rolled real light, mainly because I'm a river guy. But 
when I saw that, started researching the aero boards, the, um, I, I looked at all the companies and I kept coming back to boat. Uh, I've met those guys at ICAST and, and they're all really cool. Uh, I'm yeah. totally not affiliated with them at all. So please, anybody listen, don't think I'm plugging boat, but I'll probably say their names a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm not on their team or not doing anything with them. But uh, I like how that board is built. Um, inside their chamber, there's these, when you inflate it, there's these micro fingers that come up and then they engage and it's hundreds of thousands of those fingers, which causes the rigidity of the board and the Mm. board, you only have to put about eight to 12 PSI into it fully inflated. This thing weighs 30 pounds. So it's unbelievable. Um, and then you can deflate it put it in its backpack, which is about 34 inches tall. You can put, it's even got a place of scab paddles. Um, I, I use my bending branches paddle. I use my boat paddle and I'm off and going. Um, so that's what really did it for me. And then when I saw, I saw him drive a full size truck over one of those boat boards, I was like, no problem, man. I'm, um, you've got me sold. So I drove to Atlanta to go grab mine. I, I couldn't find one locally and I had no problem driving down to Atlanta. Um, since then I've been able to figure a way, I guess my background in rigging, figure a way to safely and securely put a Larry chair on it. And I've been able to run class two, class two plus rapids um, on, on the board, which has been absolutely blast because uh, it skims. It turns really well. I don't run the long fin in the back. I just take it off. And then uh, I can pivot and turn really quickly. But the one of the, yeah, there's, that's a cool picture right there. <laughs> um, truck on it. Yeah. But it allows me to being so light and it paddles so well, both seated and standing, I can get somewhere on it as a mode of transportation and I can fish while going, or I can bail off of it, have it attached to me with a lanyard and wade fish. And I don't have a heavy boat pulling on me in current. And it's super fun. Like I've, I've messed around. I did some reverse surfing in some rapids. Um, I stood up on it and did some surfing. So it was, it kind of opened up a, a little kid side of me. I would say nice. uh, I'm always laughing when I'm on it. <laughs> and um i have the waterproof bags and stuff so my gear is safe um the only thing i get nervous about is <laughs> i'm out there on that thing and then i uh, i get the drone in the air and i'm like man i don't want to dump this controller <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i take yeah. my chances <laughs> that wouldn't be good so i see what you're talking about man it's got all these little needles in here between the uh mm-hmm. the layers yeah That's it's really cool rad. i never knew that and uh, they got these at Eastport too, don't don't they? I think yeah, they Eastport Marina sells boat. Yeah, yeah, because I, I like, one looked really familiar. Yeah. yeah, they sell boat paddle boards and the the solo skiffs too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've never played around. Like, I mean, they, I've always been intrigued by like what is the the what's the Jackson one? The uh, oh wow. oh yeah, that they stopped making. Yeah, 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 I know what you're the talking fish about. Fish one, what is it called? Uh, I know it's a simple word too. Anyway, I'll look it up. I've always been intrigued by the paddle boards just because of how far they've come and stability that they offer now. Um, you know, and so it's like, but I've never made the jump. You know, I've never, I mean, I'm intrigued enough, but I've just never, you know, gotten to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, the the I was the same way, and I think once I had opportunity to do a little bit of work with James at Crescent, and I got on that SUP Plus, that really pushed me over the edge, and then I did some media uh, for the Cabrera, and then 
I was like, dude, I'm going full all. I'm going all in, full bore. And the boat, it's a little different um, it because it sits so high in the water. It takes a little bit. It took me probably three trips out to get fully used to it and comfortable where I would turn around, standing up, and, and walk a little bit on it. But now I don't. I just jump on it and go. I don't think anything about it, really. Yeah, our man Richard at Eastport said he sold the hell out of boat at the boat shows. He rented them pretty well. Yeah, they rented them down yeah. at the at the marina there. That's awesome. <laughs> he said he's got one Rover Arrow left, half price. If you guys are listening, hit up hit up Richard down at Eastport if you're interested in a boat stand-up paddleboard. He's always a salesman. Man. I know. That guy, this that guy. guy's got it going on. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Love you, Richard. But no, it's pretty rad, man. It's always intrigued me. Um, I've, I think I've only been on a stand-up paddleboard once, and it was a hardboard and uh, down at the kayak shop. But like, I, like what you said, JD, is it's simple. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And they got them now, so you could like throw a little crate or – a seat mm -hmm. take a seat and one rod and just go out and fish you know like like me on the home lake right like i know what rod i'm going to use and what bait i'm going to use mm -hmm. like instead of loading up the kayak throwing the motor on yeah. it and all that crap like i could grab one and just run down there pump it up and toss it in there oh, actually sure. like knowing me i'd leave it pumped up in my garage yeah. and just <laughs> throw it in the bed of the truck and then just launch you know exactly. the simplicity thing is what intrigues me i think the most yeah that would be easy too because i mean with the truck you could just throw it in the back yeah sticking out yeah cruise down to the water throw a couple of things on there yeah get even, going even strap it on the bed rack you <clears throat> yeah. know what i mean like that, that'd be pretty rad yeah because i think we all got like that little le level of uh like anxiety when you're at the boat ramp and you're like just hoping that like all these boats just don't start you know start showing up yeah. and then you're the jackass like I'm, holding up the ramp yeah, yeah it's like you know i mean obviously you should put everybody <clears throat> if you're doing that put everything off to the side yeah like don't do it like you know if you're gonna build everything up just you know don't don't get in the way but yeah i mean but that would be quick i mean you'd be in and out like in less than five to ten minutes i mean probably five minutes you'd yeah be able to park yeah. the truck and yeah. then just go yeah you just throw it to the side of the ramp go park the truck and roll yeah. out you know what i mean it does look like fun i mean it, i know one of these days i'm gonna do it i just you know stability wise like those things are pretty stable right from my yeah. memory yeah yeah i jump up and down on mine i'll rock it and well, have it take I mean, water onto it but yeah it's it's stable you're the dude that's done a headstand in a kayak <laughs> seat and taking a photo of it. So like you jumping around, I can't really well, take that to heart yeah. looking at my fat ass. I, I was just going to say, are you like, like 160 pounds, maybe 170? No. You know, yeah. I mean, you're, you're definitely smaller than us. Yeah. <laughs> GD's a pretty fit dude. It's like me. I don't know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be testing some gravity. <laughs> when you get down to Tennessee, Jay, we'll get you all mine. All right, there we go. I'm there down. You, go. you got to take video because I guarantee you he's gonna fall first try. Not only fall off docks, dude. You got to have the drone <laughs> up, the camera going for a different angle. Like, yeah, I gotta, go. we got to see this. I just can't be paying attention. <laughs> then you'll get the best part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but just ask him for his cell phone and his keys before he gets yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's cool too. Richard says he went on vacation to Texas and he took it on the plane. The bag is a backpack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. You could travel with it. You almost got mm -hmm. me sold, Rich. Yeah, that yeah. almost makes me want to just buy a plane right. ticket to the Ten Invitational and fish off a paddleboard. That would be versus awesome. Versus driving to Florida and show up with two rods. That's it. Yeah, and and then they got to be like breakdown rods. That's the way to go these days. I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> Southwest, <laughs> southwest man you could take right on with you no i wouldn't fly southwest no way oh, no way <laughs> but uh no it's pretty rad man well and especially too like like you talked about man you run some pretty decent rapids in this thing too you know yeah and i know hicks you know that great miami river that he fishes all the time there's some decent rapids in there and then and i would be more I would be, I, I was it uh, more cautious in that river because, I mean, 
you know, there's probably broken bottles and all. Yeah, kinds I mean, of it's Ohio there. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's major metropolitan areas. I mean, I've I've <clears throat> like floated rivers in Joliet, and I've seen cars. So, <laughs> I mean, I've literally gone over a car, and I was like, "What is going on? There's no road." <laughs> How did a car get here? You know, so I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, that is true. You know, that is true. Tetanus is everywhere. Yeah. Well, and I think too, right? Like on the inflatables, man, that material that they use, and I'm talking just all the stand-up inflatable sure. paddleboard manufacturers in general. That stuff's pretty durable, man. It's the same material as they use for whitewater rapid rafts. So okay, you know th- those guys are running class four rubbing rocks sure six months out of the year it's not right. gonna pop yeah you ever <laughs> poke a hole in yours where you had to patch it or anything that too. nope i've got it yeah. it came with a patch kit but yeah. i carry it with me but no i don't <clears throat> I, I i have i don't even think about it really i mean i've rubbed up against logs and sticks and our our rivers down in the southeast are super rocky i've drugged the bottom I've been all over rocks and I don't, I don't even bat an eye at it. Like imagine how sketch that would be. Like if you're like out there in the water and you're like, yeah, I'm having a great time. You're like, yeah, yeah water getting closer. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've only had one experience with that. And that was with a torpedo in the uh, good old frontier without the scupper plugs in. <laughs> like, and I'm just watching the nose go up and I'm like, and I'm like, why is everything, my whole like line of sight changing? I'm like, oh my God, I'm taking on water, you know? <laughs> but I mean, I imagine you have like, to put them scuffers in. Jim. Oh, dude, you learn that once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, but, you know, like you start to inflate, then what do you do? I mean, because, yeah. you know, because you have rigidity with inflation. And then when it starts to deflate and you're like, all of a sudden things get floppy and you're like, oh no. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, too funny. Too funny. No, it's rad, man. I, I dig it. It's it's a it's a nice, easy, simple way of just being able to run out. Like I think me personally, it'd be like the home lake thing, you know, like got an hour to run out mm-hmm. and just grab and go, you know. We've talked about that many a times. Grab and go kayaks, grab mm-hmm. and go paddle boards, you know, like it's just it's sweet and and it's cool too because like you know it seems like anywhere i go and i'm on the water somebody's always paddle boarding mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's pretty simple too like uh you know uh my folks friends down in florida uh his wife she's always posting photos on facebook of her out paddle boarding you know and mm-hmm. i just talked to her last week because my folks just got out of the hospital but you know she's like I'm like, you need to get my mom out there. And she's like, I'll, I'll ask her. Doesn't mean she's going to go, but she out there with the Gators, man. No, Arizona. Oh no. I thought you said Florida. No, Arizona, Arizona. They're down in AZ, but you know, obviously she's older. She's (laughs) retired, you know, like, and I've seen kids on them. Like it's all age levels. It's awesome, dude. Just like kayaks. Well, I mean, well, even to the Gator aspect, like Jeff Jones is on vibe and he's on one of those vibe paddle boards and, He's in the swamps, like yep. fishing yeah, like yeah. a nut job. And I mean, I'm always like, dude, like I don't even, I don't even like doing it from land and seeing one, let alone <laughs> on a paddleboard. Yeah, I, I would just think you're so vulnerable. I mean, a kayak is one thing, but holy cow, a paddleboard. Yeah, like everything rolls off a paddleboard, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> including you. You know, so it's like that's the thing that we're, I'm like, I don't know. Do you gotta have like balls of steel to do that? <laughs> like, i don't know man i just couldn't do it well gators gators what they don't get past florida right they're not in like georgia or alabama right? oh yeah 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 oh yeah oh yeah they're even in the bottom of tennessee are they're, they really they're coming up into tennessee too oh man. they're in south carolina yeah yeah they're, that's what i'm saying like he, i mean you when you're out there dude you're exposed I mean, he's out in the middle of nowhere never mind i'm not yeah coming to tennessee like, nor going fly fishing with jd i know it's like, <laughs> brian's like no snakes no gators no, no spiders, spiders. <laughs> no, man, that's it that's it's it. like you know i'm, I'm not just, ashamed to admit it yeah it's like you're gonna be in the midwest forever <laughs> i see that i'm out i'm out i'll, I'll deal with the cold you know i'll deal with yeah I, I i don't mind the the uh the gators i can't stand a snake 
Really? Yeah, no I'll way. deal with I, the snake. I hate them. <laughs> like, nah. Anything that can eat me, I'm not doing with. Well, you guys got a decent amount of poisonous snakes down there in South Carolina, right? Yeah, we've got several, cop- you know, copperheads, rattlesnakes, water yeah. moccasins. But, you know, I mean, I've paddled all over our swamp. So from Columbia South, that's where you'll see the gators um, mm-hmm. and the moccasins and whatnot. They, some people say you see them up in our area, but I've never seen one. Um, but I've been around gators and even in Florida. Well, the ones in Florida were a little bit different, but in South Carolina, they they just leave you alone. Like, yeah, they don't really bother you that much. In Florida, they're a little bit more curious and they'll get closer to you. But I mean, we paddled right around where the invitation was going to be for like five days in a row. And we saw, I don't know, a hundred gators and we never had an aggressive one or one that like it's going to attack us or anything like that. Yeah, that's I mean, good to know. It's not like a hundred. No big deal. So what you're saying is I don't need to pack heat when I'm on my kayak. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Depends on where you're at. <laughs> yeah. Kiss, cause, like, seek, Cause like seek one, those guys are like ready to blast a gator. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that episode was kind of funny. It's like you put some Illinois boys out there. We're gonna be freaked out. <laughs> Carl Ball said you would love fishing in Canada. I love fishing. In oh Canada. yeah, it's the winter time that gets kind of brutal. Yep. Then again, like up there, I mean, I'd I'd have one of them permanent ice shanties, and I just live on the ice. You this know? is true. I mean, heck, living on the ice, you could probably live on the ice from like what September to 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 June. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> no i'm just kidding but no man it's yeah that's a that's the one thing i'm worried about this trip man is the gators nah man he'll be good and the snakes snakes do well i mean you know i mean you can catch one with the you know i'm telling you right now snake chumps in my kayak you are gonna see a man walk on water absolutely i'm (laughs) gone did you ever hear about the spider story with this guy Oh god, dude, he was like hovering over his kayak. I was we're all in the middle of the water, and all of a sudden he's just like, and I mean he's like what just six three, six four. How tall are you again? Six four. Yeah, dude, he like his big giant ass, like jumping. I like he's on top of his seat. I'm like, what are you doing? There's a spider. I'm like, you're like a giant. Dude, it was massive. It looked like a tarantula. I'm just saying. Camel spider. Yeah, I mean, dude, I know It, it was just so funny. So, I mean, naturally, every chance I get, I send Brian, like, a stupid, like, spider, like, meme or something. (laughs) (laughs) Richard said, uh, South Carolina, they would tube and ski with gators. Never a problem. Right after we moved to Tennessee, a guy lost his arm. Don't snorkel near him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like when I was in Florida, they were like, I remember we were, because this this is actually where I caught the three-footer, and the guy was like, there's a bigger one in here. And we're in a shaded area, and there's a bunch of grass, and he's like, yeah, if you get hot, man, he's like, why don't you just go ahead and jump in the water, you know, and cool off and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going in that damn water. See, that's the thing, right? Like in, in uh, I think it was like we were seniors in high school and the year after uh, my best friend growing up, his grandma had a place down by uh, uh, Tarpon Springs. And we would, uh, we would go down there um, for spring break. And I remember... Uh, this girl that lived down the street took us to like some lagoon off the side of the road. And we were like going off a swing rope into this thing. And I was like, is there gators back here? Like it didn't <laughs> occur to me until like after the fact. And the girl's like, yeah, there was one back there, but you know, they caught it and moved it out, but they always move in and out of there. You just never know. And I was just like, dude, we almost just got ate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny because I was told like they're more afraid of you than you are of them. I'm like, oh no, no, I beg to differ. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's the opposite way around, you know. Holy crap. So <laughs> so Carl, Carl tuning in, he's in northern Alberta. He said about an hour north of Grand Prairie. He said a little further north than Ketchikan, Alaska. Jesus. Dude, you are up there, bro. You are wow. wow. How are you able to type right now? You're like <laughs> yeah. your fingers are probably frozen. Is this man. is this telegraph? Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm I'm interested because like I think that cold front is coming through from up there. Carl, what's the temps up by you right now, buddy? Yeah, because we got that nasty cold front coming in, and there's a bunch of snow that's gonna pound uh Minnesota, Wisconsin, UP, yeah, and all that. Is but, it? Uh, isn't it? Is it going south though? Because like I think Gatlinburg is supposed to get like eight yeah, inches too. Yeah, it's kind of going. We're south. We're supposed to get snow too. 
That's probably the same storm then. Yeah. Because Gatlinburg is like freaking out. They're like, oh no, we're getting more snow. Northerners are like, I wish I could be there. See you, Jay. Thanks for tuning in, man. See you, Jay. Good evening, brother. But um, no, it's always it's always interesting, man, going to different parts uh, of the country and seeing you know yeah. different things, different wildlife, things like that. Uh, Brad Hurlboss is in the house. He said, "What's up, y'all?" So Bradley. Um, but no, man, good stuff, brother. Um, when when are you heading out west to go fly fishing? I don't know, man. Um, I've got a good friend of mine. He, he guides out there, um, for five, five months out of the year. Uh, he started it in 21. He was, he loved it. He was very successful at it. Actually, right before we got on, I was up at the fly shop and he's, he's like, yo, look at this book. My mom made me from my trip out there. Um, and it was really cool seeing, seeing him guide and and get on him. He's like, you gotta come out, man. So I don't know. The wife and I have a huge trip that we're trying to go on. Uh, this nice. will be our third time trying to go on it in May. If we get to go, then it'll be fantastic. If not, we're going to cancel it for like the next three or four years and just forget about it. Um, and then that might, you know, if that happens, then, then when that might free up time for us to go out west and, and play around. Uh, we've talked about maybe going out to like Salt Lake City or – um, fly into Bozeman and spend about 10 days out there just exploring everything. So I will definitely take two fly rods. <laughs> Dude, Utah is beautiful. I got family out there in Sandy. Nice. Outside Salt Lake is yeah. gorgeous out there. Bozeman is one one spot I've always wanted to hit, man. Yeah. I mean, ever since I was a kid and I saw a river runs through it, I was like, yeah, I need to go to Montana. Yeah. I yeah. need to go to Montana. Swing I know in, some see spots. the boys at Sims. Yeah, man. I know some spots in Colorado too. So if you ever want to meet there, I'll put you on one of the biggest rainbows you've ever caught in your life. I'll tell you that right now. Cool. I remember you sending me pictures of, um, mm-hmm. from out there. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even count out the Snake River in Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, no. That's yeah. Good. For sure. Dude, they got some giant, they, it's funny. They call them steelheads out there. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know why you really can't call them that, but they got giant trout, dude giant rainbows out there it's amazing i I was happy to catch one on just a regular spinning rod carl says it got real warm today only negative nine celsius which what that's like fahrenheit would be really you do this equation in your head yeah uh 23 (laughs) degrees 23 degrees that's not bad and he said it was negative 40 over christmas (laughs) that's probably bad 40 is uh negative eight fahrenheit that's cold yeah that's like limbs fall off cold well we had that too yeah. uh this week earlier this week man it got pretty gnarly up here it was a couple mornings it was negative five negative six yeah that was, a, that was a treat yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a, oh yeah dude that's like great when you like you go outside and you're like I'm gonna you go can warm feel your your nose hairs yeah. freeze up yeah. When you walk out the door. Yeah, know, well, like, oh. when you, like when you like like sniffle like, like that, you're like your nose will just get stuck together. <laughs> like your nostrils will freeze for a second. Shady's like, yeah, I'll stay in South Carolina. Yeah, dude, your, I'm your staying ears. here, dude. With that bald head, man, you you'd be aching. <laughs> like you would feel every bit of that. Believe me. We're we gonna talk about bald heads. No, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> I can rip Jay's hat off. I wasn't trying to start a fight. Like, what's going on? I thought we were all friends. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. No, man, I dig it, man. Um, so, I mean, photography is a huge thing you do, man. And you said you're taking some classes, obviously, man. You scroll your Instagram. Some of the photos you put up are pretty amazing. I'm sure you got ten times better ones just stashed away as well, man. So thank you. I mean, that Sony class you took—is it like a free thing, or you gotta like pay for yeah. it? Or yeah, I took I took three free Sony classes. Uh, I, I bought a Sony uh, Alpha mirrorless, and I was like, man, I'm I'm gonna get deeper into this and. I just researched around and just over COVID I was working from home. I'm like, well, I'm caught up at work. Let's see what I can get into. So I started taking like editing classes and, uh, 
I took some, like I said, some Sony glasses and it, it, it really helped. I mean, I've got a minor in photography, but I think we can always learn and, and, and tweak our craft. So I, I can definitely, I can look back from two years versus a, an image I shot yesterday and it's night and day to me. Hmm. Um, and now like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, we've discussed drone photography. Uh, I still love that a hundred percent. Uh, I think, um, probably need a new drone <laughs> i think i've got the most out of my the, i've got a dji spark uh, yeah. i think i've got the most out of it um i want to i want to up my game so i'm thinking about selling it and uh and, and upgrading here in the near future what are you going to upgrade to i'll stay with dji for sure um, like a mavic pro or something yeah like the the two or the air 2s one of those Dude, days. I got I bought the Air this this year, the the first gen one, and I love that thing, man. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. It's it's pretty slick. Yeah, it breaks on a lot smaller than Spark does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's tiny, dude. <laughs> but I mean, it's got some good range, some mm-hmm. good range, some nice features in the app for like you know the uh, program like circle around or fade mm-hmm. back and up. Like that stuff's pretty rad. I dig that. Yeah. Does a Spark have that? Yeah. 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 In the app. Okay. All right. I yeah. Know and they're that. and they're all pretty tough. I mean. Oh yeah. Like mine. What a couple years ago got dunked. Was that was little, last year. Last year. Yeah. Right, last year. I can't down at Eastport. It. Yeah. I that thing was upside down in the water for like close to five minutes, and it still works. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. they, lights were still on underneath the water. I was like. <laughs> I was like freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I can't believe I did this." Yeah, <laughs> you know that was the end of that one of the trip. <laughs> but after it dried out, it was good to go. Yeah, I was surprised, man. Yeah, because it was submerged for a little bit. Because what you hit a tree and then it went into the bank of the it, river and the then branches. Yeah, yeah, we had to uh, uh, search around a little bit. And, yeah, uh, well, because when you because you, know, you know how it is, you know, when you're using your phone and the glare. Like the only way I could think of this being the best, and even with those shades, you gotta have like a black thing, like black fabric thing or whatever over your head and over that to be able to see everything. I couldn't mm-hmm. see the branches. And then because I, I was getting a really good shot, and then all of a sudden, rah, 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 you know, and I was like, oh no. And then I yeah. look over there. Yeah, and I look over there, I'm like, I didn't see all those branches. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, so if you are thinking about doing that, remember <laughs> branches come out of nowhere. You gotta be paying attention. That glare of the sun is nasty. Yeah, knock on wood. I haven't had uh yeah, haven't had any of those issues yet. I got uh, mine on my homeowner's insurance. Yeah, I remember yeah. you telling us that, man. Yeah, yeah, I pay like twenty six dollars a year for it, and I can get what two two or three two i think it's two drones a year hmm. through through my homeowners so um, yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. it was a no-brainer so we got a good question in the chat for you brother uh okay D. andrew watson says what's a good entry level camera for wildlife stills on a kayak oh uh, let's see there's several routes you can go with that. Um, I, I think if I was just trying to go for versatility and some only having one camera to do it all, I would go with a GoPro, um, mm-hmm. the new 10, uh, because you, they, you can change the lens. There's, you know, they're coming with a zoom lens, uh, several different lenses, plus it's underwater. You can just do a whole lot with it. If that's not, you know, your forte, then for me, I would go with, you could go with a, a higher end point and shoot that's water resistance. Um, they're Nikon and Canon both make one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've used those down in the Caribbean um, snorkeling and, and they did great. Or if you want to bump up a little bit more, then I would go with a full all mirrorless uh I think a DSLR, some people like them. I'm not a fan of them. I've had them. Um, just too big and bulky, uh, the bodies are. That's the main reason I went mirrorless is the size of the the, the, the housing. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and you can interchange lenses. 
like my my combo i got uh, i bought it used the lady shot with it maybe 10 images um, but it came with two lenses one of them uh, will, will go out 200 so it's got some decent pretty decent zoom on it nice those nice. are my suggestions i like it i like it uh real quick uh carl ball sent us an image from alberta Beautiful. look at that Ooh. there's got to be f- three <laughs> feet of snow on that table bro <laughs> i don't know what the big deal is it looks fine it looks cold <laughs> yeah it looks cold like hey but, go do a video with the hot water real quick <laughs> uh andrew said uh cool thanks like the versatility idea of the gopro i suggest andrew if you're not like following jd on instagram go follow him it's just uh at jd derosier right mm-hmm. and uh yes there's a lot of your images because i remember we talked about that on the last podcast like you know what camera are you using you were like a gopro mm-hmm. and i was like what you're, mm-hmm. you're using what I thought you were using something nice and fancy, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's super cool, man. Like, and I need to upgrade my GoPros. Like I was just talking to Jimmy about this. Like I got two hero fives that work great for video, but I think those new tens and what they got an 11 now too. Isn't your TV antenna broke on yours? For what? No, messing around with you because the fives are so old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that's like old guy talk. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, it's just some of the images that you've gotten off that GoPro, man, are just just ridiculous. And I know you do a little bit of photo editing too, right? Like, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. What are you using for uh, editing? Lightroom, Adobe Lightroom. Lightroom. Yeah, yeah. I just like, like. how simple it is. Um, a lot of people like Photoshop, but I like I love Lightroom. Actually, I took yeah. I took a Lightroom class. <laughs> I I dig it for for raw. You know, when you're allowed to t- or able to take raw photos and then just mm-hmm. really take them in there. I mean, it's it's sick. Like that's what I usually do with all the cam or all the images I get off the DSLR. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, <clears throat> I'll do some photos for work and whatnot and uh you know my boss is trying to use them for you know future projects and things like that and i'll throw them in there and you know a lot of times you can hit auto and it'll make that image look beautiful Mm -hmm. but then you start tweaking that a little bit dude you make some images look badass yes you can Uh, I, i try to shoot you know i try to my eye tries to shoot for a, a raw shot unedited but i i don't like saturation like oversaturation yeah right, right, right. too much contrast like if you for me I, I like to if i have to edit it's just barely tweaking the shadows and that's pretty much kind of it unless i'm doing like full-blown brian jay i know you've seen some of my images that are black and white with color add then that's a whole lot of editing you know that takes some a serious amount of time but i really like it for the right subjects i still need to get with you on how to do that man because like those images are always badass thank you if you got yeah, one man. you want me to do send it to me and i'll hook you up yeah and like the main idea Can, wait a t- minute wait a minute wait a minute can i send you a picture <laughs> yeah of like jay from like <laughs> kind of above when he's not wearing a hat and you can make everything black and white except for his bald spot sure <laughs> <laughs> i was just getting you. i'm so <laughs> glad i'm moving i'm just getting, getting you back for jd but uh <laughs> no no i i i have one in mind like i've always wanted to do that too but i just uh send it to gotta, me man i gotta I'll take do. care of it I got to dig. It's of a big brown as I'm releasing him. And yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to leave the brown in color, but like my hands are like over the belly of the fish and leave, you know, the, everything else black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do look like a dork in that. Oh, wait. Wait, what? You've never, <laughs> I don't even think you've I've ever seen, seen that, that photo. I've seen that picture. I have. Have you? Yes, I have. I know which one you're talking about. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, me. I know how squirmy they are. So I know why you're, you're holding it the way you are. Well, I mean, it was a huge brown, it was like 26 inches nice 
Um, I'll see if I can find it, it real was, quick. It was huge. Huge. <laughs> yeah, send it uh, my way, Brian. I'll take care of it. Yeah, I know I got the raw somewhere. It might be on an old uh, old computer. But, um, yeah, I know it's in here somewhere. See, for me, like black and whites, that's if I if I mean to go out and do a black white, you know, it's great. But a lot of times my black and whites are like failures of color because I didn't take the greatest picture. So I'm like, well, I know it'll look better in black and white. And then, and then you just kind of post that it and, you know, give it the shading where it needs. And you're like, yep, that's good enough. Send it on its way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we live in a life of post editing. <clears throat> But, yeah. But my dad was like, he was an amateur photographer and he was like huge, you know, and I mean, he's, a, you know, big believer. Well, just like any photographer, take the best possible picture you can in the beginning. Then that way, whenever you get into the post editing, you barely have to do anything. Um, and really all you're doing is just accenting it with, you know, minimal improvement. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to put it. <clears throat> Heck yeah, yeah man. So, uh, you know, anything else you want to, you want to chat about, man? I know we're kind of winding down here a little bit and, uh, anything, uh, else you want to, you want to chat about before we start winding down, brother? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, this year I think I'm going to try to hopefully, uh, I want to try to merge the two industries because of, of paddling and, and fly fishing. I don't think we see enough of that um, in general inside the kayak industry. Uh, And I don't want anybody to think that I'm leaving the industry or, or whatever. I'm definitely not. (laughs) Um, I've been in it too long and and I'll absolutely love it. And some of my closest friends are are inside that industry, but I want to, I want to bring like help. I don't want to do it on my own for sure. That sounds conceited, but, I want to help bring the two together somehow, um, whether it's through my photography or I, I definitely took a break from like creative writing, especially with some of the companies that I work with, but I'm about to fire all that back up and, and get the back to writing. So hopefully I, I can help, you know, marry the two or bring the two together somehow. That sounds cool. I dig it, man. I dig it. Brian's still looking for his picture. I, I'm, I'm close. I'm close because I forgot. I forgot which blog it was on, and it was uh, when I first started writing with this dude uh, that had a blog spot called Illinois Wisconsin Fishing, and we're going all the way back to what is this, 2012, 2011, somewhere in that area. Oh, you're just That's, a kid then, dude. I was baby face, like for sure. Just a little young yeah and brian's getting dusty this year dude i don't even want to talk about it i don't want to think about it (laughs) but uh yeah it's uh yep that time of year yeah pretty soon you're gonna be getting a visit from that special doctor and which doctor is that oh you know which doctor i'm talking about um but no it's cool man uh i definitely appreciate you uh jumping on with us man always talking to us at the beginning of the year bro it's it's been absolutely uh it's been nice to catch up and uh for sure this is it this is it that's the that's the one this is it he found it yeah let's see it well hold on is that the one i was thinking of no it's not the one i was thinking of oh bummer it's not the one i was thinking of but i will i will show you a big big old he's holding it really far from the camera too so uh chrome (laughs) this is the part on the podcast everybody loves like the dead air Look at that baby face, bro. Nice. Big old missile. Big old torpedo. Oh, maybe it is further down. That was that was the one right there, but I got a photo of me releasing it. Yeah, when you were like under the bridge, right? Standing right on the rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Y
Um, awesome, brother. That's a great I'll fish. F- I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll send it to you, and uh, we'll, we'll get it cranking, brother. <laughs> For sure. But, uh, everybody tuning in, thank you as always. Huge thanks to our man, JD. We appreciate you, you, brother. Uh, wishing you nothing but the best in 2022. Thank you. And uh, if you guys came in late, you could always go back, rewatch on Facebook, YouTube, catch it on the podcast, any major podcast platform right after the show ends. If you're new to Paddle and Finn this year, welcome. We appreciate you and uh, hope you uh, enjoyed hearing uh, some of the funny stories, the shenanigans, the fly fishing, the paddle boarding with our good friend, Mr. J.D. DeRosier. Jay Randall, final thoughts? Nothing as usual. Nothing. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We will see you all next Thursday. We're here every Thursday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. As always, boys and girls, till next time. It's trying to catch up to you. Tight lines. Smooth paddle. Yeah. Peace. Smooth paddle.